Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode eight of season three of Transformers Animated. It is Predacons Rising. This episode was written by what what Bob Forward and Larry Detilio. Oh. Bob motherfucking Forward and Larry motherfucking Detilio. Beast motherfucking wars, motherfucker. <laughs> they brought out the big guns. They brought out the big guns, and maybe the best episode title you could have given these two. Oh, dear listener, you're in for a ride. This is a great episode. But before we get to that, the last time on Transformers Animated, Sentinel Prime captured a bunch of Decepticons by secretly teaming up with Lockdown, who turned out to be a student of Prowl's former master and. An in this episode, the Autobots and Sentinel are chasing Wasp. Yep, they're chasing him down, but they'll never take him alive, see? I don't know why I made him talk like a gangster, but <laughs> do you notice the, the trailer of the truck in front of Optimus just before Bumblebee jumps down in front of him? It's like it's his trailer on another truck. Oh, I didn't notice. But yeah, that, that's what happens is Bumblebee tries to talk some sense into him, and before he can, you know, Wasp isn't having it, but before he can really get through, uh, Sentinel, yeah, barges into the scene. He's like, everybody get out of the way. I'm kicking ass and he just smashes into Optimus and B. Yep. And Optimus tells him, look, man, you're wasting time with what with the situation on Cybertron. And Sentinel's like, well, that's not your concern, Optimus. And he's like, that's the point, man. It's your problem. Get the hell back there. They need you. Yeah, and Optimus has a good point. He, he does mention like, hey, Wasp, uh, he tries to defend Wasp a bit that he's, you know, not really a spy. And Sentinel goes off on like, hey, no Autobot is perfect. We all have, you know, cracks in our past. You should know, Optimus. And it gets into a bit of like, what the fuck did you just say to me? Yep, you got something to say to me. <laughs> but then the phone rings and it's one of the two jet idiots and they found Wasp, so Sentinel heads off to join them. And very quickly, he corners Wasp in a dead-end alleyway and Wasp just like peels out backwards, knocks him on his ass. I don't understand how this guy got in the elite guard. <laughs> Sentinel, that is. But he, he uh, backs away and then sees B and you know, avoids him and then sees the twins and avoids them. But eventually, after seeing Optimus and Sentinel, a whole group, he gets cornered or surrounded by all the Autobots. Mm -hmm. He transforms and he's not going to come along quietly. And Bumblebee's like, let me handle this. And he tells Waspy, old buddy, old pal, uh, Longarm is the guy you want. Isn't that, isn't that funny? He's the real Decepticon spy. Isn't, isn't that hilarious? Yeah, he is not giving a very legitimate or heartfelt apology. But Optimus steps in and tries to explain... The spy charges were dropped. We're not trying to arrest you. But Wasp just blasts at him and somehow misses, even though it was point blank. And yeah. Bumblebee just hides behind Sentinel. He's like, yeah, you know what? Throw him in jail. It's probably for the best. Yeah, Sentinel kind of messes up the whole dialogue. And he's like, fuck that. I'm throwing him in a holding cell. And while he and Optimus are, uh, start to argue, Wasp just casually walks away. Yes, he just dip, dip, dip. Then he starts running, but then Swoop flies in, dare I say. He swings down like that and goes, Witten, and he <laughs> grabs Wasp and flies off with him. Yeah, there is kind of a funny thing where Sentinel Prime is trying to insist that he's a primier prime than Optimus. They get into yes. little wordplay. Uh, but yeah, so Swoop takes him away and the Autobots are left without their target. So Sentinel sends the jets after Wasp and then he and Optimus kind of have it out. And this, dear listener, is the sign of good writers is they both have a valid argument. Sentinel's pissed at, off at Optimus because he says, like, if you didn't interfere, we could have nabbed him. And Optimus is pissed off at Sentinel saying, if you didn't interfere, we could have talked some sense into him. And yeah, you know what? I, you know, fuck a spoiler alert. 
this is the first episode where I actually sympathize with Sentinel on a tiny, tiny level. But but what he's saying, he's still a dick, but what he's saying makes sense. Yeah, they get down to the docks and they're still arguing and Sentinel orders the jets to combine and they fly back and grab him by the head with a magnet on a cable. Yeah, as he flies off, Optimus even, you know, because they realize he's going to uh, Lake Erie, Volcano Dinobot Island. Optimus is like, you don't want to go there. And Sentinel, because he's Sentinel, says, fuck you, I do. Yep, he's not listening and he's going to put Optimus on block, I think he says, but Swoop flies into this place and it's like what Laserbeak used to do with humans in G1 and just drops them. Yeah, just drops them on the floor at full speed and lo and behold, Black Arachnia is back and Wasp's pure Cybertronian circuitry is just what she needs in commercial break. And when we come back, he goes gaga for her because every dumb... Autobot and Decepticon apparently just goes gaga for Black Arachnia. But we go from her to uh, Sentinel being flown. It is kind of funny that his, he's just like held by his head on this giant swinging <laughs> maggot. Magnet. Maggot. But they drop him off at Lake Erie Volcano Dinobot Island, like face first into the sand. Yeah, he gets up and tells him to scan for Wasp's energy signature, and it's gone under the ground, whichever one of them it is says, but is big power reading at center of island, Natasha? Right. <laughs> yeah. And then we find out what that big power reading is black arachnia uh, or wasp is kind of telling black arachnia story and she's like yeah yeah i've heard it before i've lived it whatever there's a funny bit where he's like you understand wasp you are wasp's friend and she's like uh sure yeah we'll go with <laughs> incredibly that. dismissive but explains that what she has is um it's a trans warp generator, basically. Yep. Well, now we're watching the fly, and I guess hundred percent the fly. What she's going to do with this thing? Because he goes all quiet all of a sudden, and she's like, "Hold on, let me show you the good part." And she transforms. Yeah, he freaks out, but she says, hey, no, 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 don't worry about this. She goes back to her robot mode. She says, don't be scared of that. This represents power, and it's the power for you to destroy your enemies. Mm-hmm. So he, she opens the pod, and he gets inside, and the door shuts. And then she picks a real wasp, I guess, out of a spider web, and puts it in the other pod and throws a switch, and he just starts screaming. And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, this is going to hurt a little. <laughs> so back out, or up at the surface, uh, Sentinel and the twins are looking at the Dynamo who are on guard outside this the entrance to the lab and sentinel this okay i kind of like this with the twins actually i really liked it where sentinel says hey give me a nanosecond and then cause a diversion and he just fucks off (laughs) and one of the twins because of the accent goes he said diversion but what version But they, I missed that. They transform and start strafing the Dinobots, but they can't hit a damn thing. And Grimlock sends Swoop up to get them. But then Jetstorm just lands behind them and then wind abilities slag into the wall. Now, it didn't work on Bulkhead before. Like, shouldn't it be absolutely useless on something the size of slag? Yeah, yeah. The one big problem I have with this episode is that those two little farts can take on the Dinobots. I call bullshit. Good sir, I call uh, bullshit on you, Larry Kajijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijij
give them a real apology, like mean it for once. Yeah, stop just stating, you know, oh, you know, it's terrible what happened to you. Like, take some responsibility. Excuses. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Optimus can't detect wasps, speaking of him, but he is detecting transwarp energy. So Sentinel gets down to the lab and black arachnia drops down from the ceiling behind him and he doesn't remember her, but she's like, yeah, it's typical you, Sentinel. I knew you once. Yeah, she explains the whole thing, and he it dawns on him who she really is, Alita One, and right away he's disgusted, like, like physically revulsed, where he's like, "Oh, it's it's awful! How could you let that happen to you? How do you even live with yourself? It's disgusting! It's horrible!" And she's like, "Okay, okay, okay, it's bad, but it's not that bad." Yes. And he has a line which I thought was great. He says, "No, it's not." It's worse. And he intends to kill her when kaboom, Wasp's fly teleporter explodes. Mm -hmm. And the cover of Yar's Revenge flies out and transforms in commercial break. So Wasp reveals himself to Sentinel Prime and Black Arachne effectively and calls Drag! him. Oh! All right, fellas, uh, what I got for you today? Uh, wasp or something or whatever. Waspinator? We already got him back in Beast Wars. That's right, Paul. So? And we already got Wasp earlier in the series. That's right, Paul. Yeah? And how many new optimists you two had? I thought so. Sign here. Yeah, there's a few of them, I guess. Well, yeah, so he calls himself Waspinator now. Yep, and now Sentinel goes all pallid and dance. This is an abomination, and he can't allow it or her to live. And she's like, that's it, is it? You'd kill your old friend, Alita One? And he loses his shit, like, how dare you say that name? Keep my fucking wife's name, honey! And fucking goes all <laughs> Will Smith. That's what I thought of, too. <laughs> and, and he goes to fire on her when Waspinator stands in front is like, fuck you. Yeah, he attacks, but Sentinel dodges, and Waspinator flies down the hallway past him and straight into Bumblebee. Oh, oh, and, and uh, we forgot to say, uh, Black Arachne takes her helmet off, and there's kind of that horror beat of like, ooh, look at her face. Yeah. It's kind of neat, but... It, it's not great. It's not as cool as Waspinator's old face. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> like this though, where yeah, he flies down the hallway and bumps into B. Optimus turns and sees B, and then just ditches him and goes to save Sentinel. Yeah, because you can hear him screaming. And when he gets there, Black Arachne is draining his energy and stealing his abilities, I guess. And Optimus is like, "Let him go. It's not his fault. What happened to you? It's mine." Yeah, Optimus is gonna. It's not just B that is taking uh, credit for a lot of the bad stuff he's done. Optimus has some growth in this but back in the hallway b is terrified and he gives a heartfelt apology to wasp for what he did mm -hmm. and wasp said he forgives bumblebot but waspinator <laughs> will never forgive and he blasts him and then then waspinator just starts glitching out yeah uh, so back with Optimus, he like legitimately apologizes to Sentinel for not telling him what happened to Alita One. And then he apologizes to her and she's like, fuck you. It's too late. This is who I am now. It's not just the way I look. But they start to get in a tu uh, tussle and he knocks her down and, and basically he calls her out on using Waspinator as a guinea pig. Yeah, because if she thinks being half organic is so terrible, why would she inflict it on someone else? And that's exactly it. It's an experiment. If she can reverse the process on Wasp, she can reverse it on herself. He was just a test subject. And of course, he's standing right there. Mm -hmm. He was just being used. He realizes that now. And Black Arachnia says, okay, look, his transwarp 
energy, I guess, is building to critical mass and Optimus releases her and says, all right, it's time for us to run for it, which she does, but Waspinator goes after her. And then Waspinator gives a long, detailed speech about insect politics. There's no such thing as, this is my Jeff Goldblum, insect politics. <laughs> the fly? No? Okay. Boo! <laughs> anyway, um, Optimus and B, they grab Sentinel and, and get him out. The twins come to help. And this is where we see that they've defeated the Dinobots and they're very flippant about it. And that was like, I call bullshit. Yep, exactly. But then Wasp goes critical. Yeah, Waspinator and Black Arachne get outside and he's about to squish Spider-Bot, but Optimus throws the axe at him. And this time they're not leaving without her, but this time she is leaving without them, I think she says, where this time she's just leaving. And she wraps herself and Waspinator up in webs and contains the explosion yeah and when the dust clears lake erie volcano dinobot island is like two-thirds of a crater that's it it is gone and optimus thinks she sacrificed herself to save them and sentinel thinks she just used wasp's transwarp energy to save herself but at least she's gone they're both gone it's good enough (laughs) but he he walks away and has this this was the moment i was saying i I felt something and it was pity i I do not respect him but he does have my pity which is half of a good character and you can kind of tell that yes he's a jerk but he he's lost people he cares about he doesn't know how to process that and the way he deals with it is to shut himself off to all feeling and be an even bigger jerk. And I pity him that that's how he thinks. Anyway, we go back to the uh, elite guard ship and the, the twins and jazz are kind of shitting on Sentinel behind his back. And Optimus actually stands in up and he's like, you know what? Leave him alone. He's, he's an okay guy, which isn't true, but eh, Optimus is standing up for him. Yeah. Jazz can't believe that OP is sticking up for SP, but now SP is here and he tells him, get on the ship and, Optimus says, look, man, I'm sorry for not telling you about Alita, and Sentinel just wishes they never went to that planet in the first place. Yeah, Optimus has a line where he's like, you know what, now for better or worse, you are the leader of the Autobots. <laughs> Sentinel's like, isn't it good, buddy? Or I forget what he says, but he misses <laughs> like the, the point of the insult completely. Uh, so then we, we go to, you know, they fly away. We go to a beach where Waspinator, you can tell this is Detilio and then forward because Waspinator is in pieces, yes. putting himself back together. <laughs> Literally pulling himself back together. We've seen that before. And not far away is Black Arachnia and she's still alive. And when she looks up, a rhinoceros, a gorilla, a rat, and a cheetah are looking at her. And here we have the beginning of... As much as I hate to defend Sentinel Prime, he does make a few good points in this one. Wasp is dangerous. Even Bumblebee agrees with him on that, and he needs to be taken back to Cybertron. It's what to do with him once you get him there that you can argue about. He's been proven innocent. He doesn't need more time in prison. He needs a doctor. He needs help, which he's not going to get on Earth and not going to get if they just set him free to go wherever he wants. At the very least, get Ratchet to try and talk to him. Then near the end, Sentinel asked why Optimus never told him about Alita 1. Because he didn't want to open old wounds, he says. Really? Like it or not, Optimus, Sentinel is leading his troops into battle against the enemy, and he needs all the information he can get. He's a soldier. He can handle it. He probably still won't listen, but then at least you could say you tried. Because you didn't. You had him on the... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show, Predacons Rising. Paul, what'd you think? I liked it. This was a good episode. Nice to see Black Arachne again. I was kind of worried maybe they'd kind of sneak her out of the series for 
the last few episodes, but no, she's back. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, if this was the last time we saw her in this series, I wouldn't be happy, but I would be okay with it. Because I can only imagine if she comes back, she'll have like some two-bit role where all she's doing effectively is getting sorry from one place to another again. Uh, for all of Beast Wars' faults, it did have great stories. Mm. Uh, animation was hard to watch, and they, they knocked this one out of the park. Yeah, nice to see Waspinator again, especially the way he ended up in a million pieces. And- if anybody is going to do an episode with Predacons and Beasts and Waspinator, like though they had to bring those two in for this. This is this is the equivalent of bringing Weird Al in for Rekgar. It was just the right thing to do. Yeah, and hopefully this is the last time we see Jetstorm and Jetfire because they get on the ship and fly away. But at least I think they toned down the ridiculous way they talk in this one. Like it, it wasn't quite as cringy. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of screen time. Uh, but you know what? I got to say, it, unless the rest of this season just becomes absolutely stellar, this is probably going to be my favorite episode of season three. And in mm. serious running for my favorite episode of the series. Best one so far. Yeah. Uh, the next episode we're going to watch is Human Error Part The One. If you want to see a couple mistakes, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at pmcperson1. And make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app and are busy you listen to us with. I'm trying to work in happy accidents, but I don't know how to do it. And uh, tell all your friends, tell everyone you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. This is going to hurt a little.